he is, folks. A typical American citizen who, last Thursday, walked into the office of the Internal Revenue Department, laid his 1944 income tax on the desk, and said, Oh, my aching back. <laughs> the American Meat Institute presents William Bendix in The Life of Riley. meat people of America, providing a great food for a great nation. Five million farmers and ranchers raising fine meat animals. 600,000 men and women in more than 3,500 meat packing plants. 400,000 meat retailers. All doing their level best in face of the enormous demands of war to put meat on your table. On behalf of all these, the American Meat Institute brings you The Life of Riley. Chester A. Riley, California war worker, is a pretty contented man. He has a good job, a patient wife, a pretty daughter, and a fine son. But every once in a while, he suffers as only parents who are completely devoted to their children can suffer. For example, it's morning, and Riley's son, Junior, catches Riley about to leave for work. Well, say, Pop, there's something I want to ask you. <clears throat> Sorry, Junior, no more nickels. They froze my salary. I'm freezing your allowance. Oh, isn't it that, Papa? It's just no, that... No, well, save it so tonight, Junior. I got no time now. I'll be late for work. Oh, it'll only take a minute. I, I want to ask your permission to do something. Uh, well, make it snappy, son. Oh, can I quit school and go to work? Well, sure. Anytime you want. Goodbye, now. <laughs> Gee. What did you say? Oh, I said, can I quit school? Quit school? Are you out of my mind? <laughs> I never heard of such a crazy thing. Why should you quit school? Oh, why should I go to school? I asked you first. <laughs> well, I'm sick of school and I want to go to work. I know some fellows who are knocking down on 60 bucks a week. So can I. How can you make 60 bucks a week when I'm only making 52.74? <laughs> are you smarter than me? Well, never mind. <laughs> That ain't the point anyway. But, gee, look, Pop, if I went to work now, I could help with the rent on the house here. And I, I don't need your help with the rent. I can stall the landlord by myself. <laughs> but $60 a week. What's $60 a week? You'll graduate from college and make 100 bucks a month. This is the land of opportunity. <laughs> oh, gee, you don't understand, Pop. You're the one who don't understand, Sonny. Why do you think I'm working so hard? To give you opportunities that my father couldn't give me. But, Pop, 60 bucks a week. How many times have I told you that money ain't everything, Junior? A man with $10 million is no happier than a man with $9 million. <laughs> But, Pop, I please... don't want to discuss it no more. Now, go to school and study. Oh, all right. I'll go. But I'm not sold on the idea. Mm. Money, money, money. Always thinking of money. The image of his mother. Now, honey, who are you talking to? Oh, uh, nobody, just myself. That's why I got the last word. <laughs> Peg, what do you think? Junior wants to quit school and go to work. Oh, don't worry about 
that. There's always something going on in a boy's head. You ought to know. You were a boy once yourself. When I was a boy, there was nothing going on in my head. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I never thought of working, uh, oh, you know what I mean. You missed your bus, dear. Well, okay. Raising kids is one headache after another. Believe me, Peg, it's no job for a married man with responsibilities. <laughs> Lunch hour's almost over. Why aren't you eating? Oh, don't bother me, Gillis. I'm thinking with my brain. Why don't you stick to your own racket? That's <laughs> my boy, Junior. Sometimes I, I just can't understand that kid. I, I bet you have the same trouble with your egg bite, huh? Nah, never. I don't have no trouble figuring out my egg bite. Trouble with you, Riley. Uh, you ain't close enough to Junior. Who ain't close to him with the small rooms we got in our house? <laughs> No, no, I don't mean that. I mean uh, being a companion to the kid. Like I am with egg bite. Every free minute I got, I spend on egg bite. Well, I, I do the same with Junior, only I ain't got no free time. No time? <laughs> what about Sunday afternoon? Well, after all, Sunday afternoon I got to go to the BPLA. BPLA? Yeah, my club, the Brooklyn Patriots of Los Angeles. <laughs> I, I, I got to hang around there. I'm the treasurer, and the, the members wouldn't feel right unless they could keep an eye on me. Riley, it's obviously to me that you and Junior are practically strangers. We are not. Why, why, Junior and me, we go everywhere. Last week, I took him to see Paul Whiteman. The week before, I took him to see Frank Sinatra. We've been through thick and thin together. <laughs> Okay, so he lets you treat him to a show. That don't prove no emotional attachment. I'm just as close to my boy as you are to Egbert. We're real pals. Okay. We're insufferable. <laughs> okay, you are. Then, uh, no doubt, he invited you to the hike Sunday. You bet your life, he, uh... Hike? What hike? There, you see. Junior and Egbert and a couple of their friends is going on a hike this Sunday. My egg bite invited me to go along. Of course, I got to wait. But uh, your junior didn't invite you, did he? Uh, my kid's strong enough to carry his own lunch. <laughs> Stop kidding yourself. Junior ain't going to invite you, and there's only one reason. You and the boy is drifting apart. And it's your fault. You're neglecting your paternal duty as a father. Oh, yeah? You'll see. Junior is going to invite me to that hike. You'll see the kind of a father I am. I can be just as infernal as you are. Hiya, Peg. I'm home. Oh, Riley, you're early. Now we can go to the movies. Oh, no, not tonight, Dumplin'. No, you'll have to go without me. I got something more important to do, huh? I'm spending the evening with my son for a change. Oh, well, that's fine, dear. You do spend so little time with him. Yeah, well, things are going to be different now. I'm Junior's father, and from now on, I'm taking a rap for it. Well, you don't mind if I go without you? No, no, no. Go ahead. Me and Junior are going to have loads of fun. 
I'm getting close to that boy starting this minute. <laughs> well, you'll have to wait a little while. He's in the bathtub now. <laughs> hello? Oh, oh, hello, Muley. What's new? No kidding. You got two tickets? Ringside? Who's fighting? Oh, hey, that's a great match. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, besides, it'll be a great chance to breathe in some cigarette smoke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you bet your life I'd like to... Oh, oh, no, no, wait a minute, Muley. No, no, I, I, I can't go. No. No, I, I gotta stay in tonight and get close to my boy. Yeah, all right, I'm nuts, but I happen to enjoy it. Yeah, well, thanks anyway, Muley. Uh, Junior! Oh, Junior! Oh, there you are. Hiya, Junior, old son. Oh, hello, Pop. Well, goodbye, Pop. Goodbye, son. Uh, well, Junior, wait a minute. Where are you going? Oh, tonight is Friday, and I got an important date, Pop. Oh, with Marilyn Morris. Oh, your, your girl. Well, well I, I was sort of planning on staying in tonight, and I thought that you'd stay in the house, too. Alone? What do you mean, alone? I'm here, ain't I? Oh, yeah, I know, but you're my father. I mean... I, I think I know what you mean. Well, can I go now, Pop? Yeah, you can go. Oh, okay. Good night, Pop. Couldn't wait till he got away from me. Treats me like the plague. What am I, a, a leopard? <laughs> Hello, Pop. Hey, what are you doing home on a Saturday night? You stayed in last night, and this is your bowling night. Well, I don't feel like bowling. Well, don't let me keep you. Goodbye, Junior. Oh, goodbye? Well, I'm not going anywhere. You're not? Well, then... Oh, there's something I wanted to talk to you about. There is? Oh, that's swell, son. Oh, it's something important. Well, go ahead, son. Ask me. What's on your mind? Come on. Well... I don't think you'll do it. Oh, I'll do it. Don't you worry about that. I'll do it. Go on. Ask me. Will you lend me 30 cents? You bet I'll go hiking with you. I'll be up early, make some... Uh, uh 30 cents. Is that what you asked me for? Yes. What for? Well, if I had 30 cents, I wouldn't have to stay home tonight. I could go to the movies. Oh. You said you'd say yes. Well, sure. Sure I will. I'll do better, Junior. I'll, I'll give you 60 cents, and then you can take someone with you, huh? Someone that's close to you? Oh, sure. That'd be swell. Yeah, but Mom saw the picture. <laughs> well, there are other members of the family. Well, but Babs isn't here, so I can't take her. Junior, you're running out of relatives. <laughs> Eventually, you'll have to get down to me. Oh, did you want to go, Pop? Only if you want me. Oh, well, I don't mind. Oh, thanks, Junior. That's real big of you. Oh, hurry up, Pop. We'll miss the newsreel. Plenty of time. Oh, you know, it's great to be walking along like this with your own son. Son, tonight I feel real close to you. Well, would you mind moving over, Pop? You're pushing me off the curb. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, it's a great night. Look at that sky, just filthy with stars. Oh, that means it'll be a nice day tomorrow. Yeah, great day for taking a walk. You know, I love walking in the good fresh air. A, a good long hike, that's for me. I, I should do more of it. Well, hey, I got an idea. You have, Junior? What? Don't take the bus to work every morning. Walk. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean walking in the open country, boy. Oh, I love hiking. I, I'd walk a mile for a hike. Oh, me and the gang are going on a hike tomorrow. Oh, uh, really? Hey, you know what, Pop? What, 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 what? what? I think that's Marilyn over there. Yeah, it is Marilyn. Oh. Hey, Marilyn. Hello, Junior. Hello, Mr. Riley. Uh, goodbye, Marilyn. Come on, Junior. We'll... Oh, well, you, you see, Marilyn... Go you... on, Junior. I'm not stopping you. Well, I mean, I want to... If you think it's all right to practically snub your fiancé in the street, go on. <laughs> fiancé? Marilyn, you're only twelve. Twelve and a half. Oh, excuse me, uh, madam. <laughs> I see no reason to conceal the fact that Junior and I are planning to get married. Is the wedding tonight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's June 9th, 1953. Ah, oh, cut it out, Marilyn. Come on, Junior, you've got till 1953. Enjoy your freedom. <laughs> Going somewhere special? Look, Marilyn, it's customary before the wedding for the groom to have a bachelor party. This is it. <laughs> Come on, Junior, we'll be late for the feature. Come on. Oh, are you going to the movies? I just love movies. Oh, why don't you come with us, now, Marilyn? Now, 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 Yes, sure. Junior took the words right out of my mouth. He also put them in there. <laughs> well, come on, I'll get the tickets. Three, please. How many, please? Three. Two adults and a child's ticket for my daughter-in-law to be. <laughs> okay, come on, kids. Gee, it looks crowded, Papa. I hope we can get seats. Oh, I'll leave it to me. Oh, uh... Usher, uh, any seats? All we have is two down front. Well, we'll... Come on, Junior. I'd like to sit down front. Oh, so long, Bob. Don't wait for me. I'll take Marilyn Moore. Hey, what... What... Uh... Anything wrong, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my boy there. I, I want to see... There's the... one single in the balcony. The, 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 the balcony? <laughs> what a revolting development. <laughs> Stairway to your left, sir. I'm sorry you can't get any closer to your boy. You're sorry? In a moment, we'll rejoin Riley, who, despite frustration, is going to become a pal to his son or die in the attempt. In the meantime, this is Ken Niles reporting a war story from the South Pacific. It was following an attack a few months ago. Several Navy task groups were gathered at an advanced base, just a strip of coral beach inhabited only by chameleons and wild chickens, the latter descendants of chickens left there by early sailing ships. Airmen, Marines, chaplains... Officers in khaki shirts, machinist mates, and seamen in dungarees were gathered there. There was no USO. No movies. But for needed relaxation, these officers decided on a good old-fashioned American picnic and steak roast, if the ship's supplies could produce the steaks. They could and did. 
Picnic-sized pieces of frozen boneless beef brought up from the refrigerator rooms of the ships. Picnic tables were improvised of palm tree logs. Fires were built and steaks were roasted, barbecue-style, eaten with mustard on buns baked aboard ship. And the Navy man who told the story said no filet mignon at famous hotels ever tasted better. Neither your quartermaster corps nor your meat industry sent out boneless beef especially for a picnic. But we're mighty glad some of it was used that way. The point is, whether it's picnics or ration can, fighters need the good eating and good proteins of meat. And the meat industry is doing its best to supply all they need. Remember, meat is a yardstick of protein foods, because meat measures up to every protein need. And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Riley has been trying in his own subtle way to get closer to his son, Junior, and be a real pal to him. So far, he's failed completely, but Riley hasn't given up hope. Right now, we find him still trying to get Junior to invite him on the hike that Junior and his friends have arranged. It's early morning of the day of the hike. What are you doing in the kitchen so early? Oh, good morning, Junior. I'm, I'm making some sandwiches for you and the boys for the hike. Oh, I could have made them pop. Why should you lose sleep? Well, that's one of the pleasures of being a father, losing sleep over a son. Oh, thanks, Pop. You're a pal. I am? Uh, great day for a hike, ain't it? Sure is. Yeah. I bet I'd get a great kick out of a hike if I wasn't such an old man. Oh, gee, Pop, you're not too old to go on a hike. You mean you want me to go with you? Well, uh, I... I oh, uh, of course, if you don't want me, all you got to do is say no. Don't be afraid to hurt my feelings. Oh, Pop, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I'd like you to come with me. Okay, Junior, you talked me into it. Thanks. Thanks for asking me. Thanks a million, Junior. Pop, stop kissing me. <laughs> There's the gang now. Okay, Junior, let's go, old sidekick. Well, hurry, Pop, it's getting late. Oh, hi, Egbert. Hi, Walleye. Hi, Junior. Hello, Junior. Let's go. Goodbye, Goodbye Mr. Riley. Oh, wait, wait, fellas. I'm, I'm coming with you. <laughs> what? What? Uh, that's right, fellas. My father's coming. You mean just to the streetcar? No, all the way. On the hike. On the hike? That's right, gang. Mr. Riley, don't you have to work today? No, sir. Don't you have a club meeting? No, sir. You mean you got nothing to do today? A grown man like you. <laughs> nope. So let's go. Like we say in the frozen north, mush. Marching along together. Come on, fellas. Follow me. Marching along together. Marching along together. Hey, fellas, follow me. How can we? You're a mile behind us. <laughs> Marching along. Hey, fellas, wait, wait, fellas. How, how do you get across this river? Oh, step across on the stone. Where? Oh, oh, yeah. I see him. That's a cinch. Here I come. Hey. Oh, 
Father, you had to pick a turtle for a father. Cut out those cracks. Hey, Egbert, what are you scratching like that for? You know them flowers your father made me pick? <laughs> yeah? Well, I'm getting poison ivy. Poison ivy I'm getting. Oh, don't get excited. In seven years, it'll be gone just like that. Believe me, Junior, I raised my old man different. When I go out, he stays home. Shh, here he comes. Now cut it out. Together. Uh, you okay, Pop? Yeah, okay. Listen, boys, you better rest here to catch your breath. <laughs> We're okay, Daniel Boone. Of course, if you can't take it. Who, who can't take it? Don't, don't, don't worry about me. Then let's go. It'll be dark soon. Yeah, we've got... Wait a minute. Look! What, Pop? Over there. By that bush. That bull. A wild bull! But, Pop... He's going to charge us! Now, don't get excited. Take cover, boys. Take cover. I'll protect you. I'll protect you. Look out! He's coming at us! <laughs> Pop! Pop, it's only a cow. Hey, Pop, what... What are you doing up in that tree? Yeah, come on down from up there where you're protecting us. <laughs> Your father got scared. I did not. That's right, Junior. I, I, I just climbed up here to, to, to be a lookout, to find out where we are. Well, climb down, Mr. Riley. I want to go home and get undressed and scratch. <laughs> okay, here I come. No, Pop, not that way. But that's no way to climb down a tree. Junior, don't tell me anything about climbing down trees. Did you see how fast I climbed up? Hey, look out, Pop! Help! Help! Timber! Mom! Mom! Where are you, Mom? Junior, where's your father? Well, now, don't get excited, Mom. What? Junior, something's happened. Where's your father? Now, now, don't worry, Mom. He'll be all right. All right. Where is he? They're bringing him in now. We're bringing him? Who's bringing him? The boys on a stretcher. Oh, oh, Riley. Oh, Riley. Riley, darling, are you all right? Uh, uh, I'm okay, Peg. Oh. Just my ankle sprained. We bandaged it. We also made the stretcher out of branches in our jacket. Us scouts are always prepared for the worst, and this was the worst. <laughs> oh, Riley, how did you ever get into a mess like this? Well, I, I couldn't help but a wild bull chased me down a tree. <laughs> Dear, you better get into bed. No, I'll be fine in this here chair near the window. I'm, I'm okay. Oh, yes, you're okay. Outside of a sprained ankle, a bad cold, and poison ivy. Next time you stay home. Peg, 
Do you know what you're saying? Those boys wouldn't go without me. Why, the four of us are the three musketeers. You know, one for all and every man for himself. Hey, Peg, look. There's Junior and the boys on the front porch. Open the window, Peg. I, I want to talk to my pals. Your father, of course, that's who. Listen, they're talking about me. So next time we go on a hike, don't bring no wet blanket. Yeah, leave them home. We don't want no old fogies. <laughs> if I got to carry 200 pounds of dead weight around, I want to get paid. Peg, put the window down. There's a draft. Oh, now listen, you guys. Peg, I think I will get into bed. I... Ain't feeling so good. Oh, now, Riley, they're only boys. Yeah, I, know. I know. Just help me to the bed. Right now, I'd rather be left alone. Well, all right. If you want me, dear, I'll be in the kitchen. Oh, what's the use? You give birth to a son, you give him the best years of your life, then what do you get in the end? Poison ivy. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, it's me, Pop. Oh. What are you doing here? Why, why, why ain't you with them friends of yours? Uh, they're no friends of mine, the speakers. But, Junior, you... Junior, come over here. Where'd you get that black eye? Uh, I fell down. Junior. Junior, you were fighting. Well, they had no rights. You were fighting over me. You stuck up for me? Well, it was on account of what they said. What did they say? Well, well, they said that you... Never mind. <laughs> I'd rather not hear. Son, you made me the happiest father in the world. Here, here's a dollar. Go, go, go on, go out and have a good time. Go well, well, thanks, Pop, but I'd just as soon hang around and talk to you. You would? Are you Sure. Sure. Oh, boy. Here, Junior, sit on this chair. No, 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 sit here on the edge of the bed. That, that, that way we'll be closer to each other. Oh, okay, Pop. That's it, Junior. Oh, you know, Junior, it's great to have kids. Believe me, no father should be without The Rileys will be right back. But first, a serious message. To express for all women what we believe a great many American women are thinking these days, we've asked Mrs. Riley to step out of character for a moment tonight. All right, Mrs. Riley. How are we women going to take the present meat situation? Well, we'll take it right in our stride. Just as we've taken war bonds, nurses' aides, victory gardens, fat salvage, paper salvage... And all the rest. Sure, it's no fun to go to the store and maybe not get the meat you want. Sure, it takes a little more ingenuity to transform a few pieces of meat into a grand and glorious casserole which hits the spot with a hungry family. But we've got what it takes to do things like that. American women always have had. Give us a few pieces of stew meat, some ground beef, or some pork liver, or pig's hocks, oxtails, or any of the good sausage meats, and we'll turn out a bang-up meat meal. 
Or if we don't know how, we'll learn. No, the meat situation isn't going to whip us. We've got something more important to whip. Thank you, Mrs. Riley. I think you have said it for all American women. All nutritional statements made about meat on this program are accepted by the Council on Foods and Nutrition of the American Medical Association. Where'd you get that black eye? Well, you see, Mr. Gillis, I... I'll tell you where he got it, Gillis. My boy got that black eye defending his father's good name. Huh? Mm-hmm. Some of the gang said I was an old fogey. But Junior made him take it back. Didn't you, Junior? Yeah, I made him admit that Papa's only a middle-aged fogey. Yes. <laughs> Junior! The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley and presented by the American Meat Institute next week at the same time. Next week, Riley has a falling out with his wife and lands on his face. Don't miss it. William Bendix appears by arrangement with Hal Roach. The Life of Riley was directed by Don Bernard with music by Lou Kozloff. Niles in Hollywood saying, see you next week. The American Broadcasting Company.